Hello, everybody, and welcome to another tantalizing, scintillizing episode of Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to pop key, pop media and culture your girl will drag you to. I am Matt. I'm Alex. And welcome. Today we are talking about episode six. Yeah, I think that's right. Of yes. the episode two of Tasha. So yeah, of the Bachelorette on ABC of the Clasha season. Or the uh, Taylor, Taylor, Clarcia, Taylor. Um, so glad you're with us, Alex. How you doing? Doing good. I, I'm I'm finally starting to enjoy the show again. I don't know about you, so I'm I'm feeling great. It's invigorating. It's it brings me back to my youth. I mean, couldn't be more happy about this. But yes. um, what are you drinking, bud? Today, uh, I'm taking a trip down to Boulder again, Boulder Beer Co., Haze and Infused. I know it's kind of a perennial on our show, whether you're drinking it or I'm drinking it. Uh, it's a good one to follow up with. It's delicious. And I'm also going to Boulder, Colorado with my beer selection. I'm drinking Avery Brewing Company's Stampede, which is their special University of Colorado edition beer. It's got a really sweet picture of Ralphie on That's a limited can. edition, right? Uh, yeah, and um, it's a golden ale, and it's about 5% on the nose. That's a minus two, 5.0. 5. Um, but it's delicious, so cheers to you, bud. Hey, cheers. Ooh. Um, so what do you, let me ask you a question, and I want to get super personal with you. How do you describe being a grown-ass man? Well... <clears throat> I think uh, since I turned 21, I could drink. I'm a grown man. But well, like, you got, are you I've, an I've ass always, man though? I've always been an ass man. So I guess now that, now that makes me a grown ass man. So mm. that's, 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 why, that's how I see myself. Why? Well, I think it's important that, that you know, this, the, this, the show, the first starts off with a group date. And uh, we get to see a little bit of what Tasha's looking for in a grown ass man. She wasn't want no man child. She wants a grown ass man. So she takes them on three series of, I guess, chores. I don't know what they are. Of challenges. Tri- challenges or trials or tribulations or whatever you want to call it. One being intelligence, one being physical prowess, and one being, I guess. The, di- the breakfast in bed. Nurturing. I guess, yeah. I, I, I think she's looking, for, she's looking for a man with wits or smarts. She's looking for a man who's strong. And she's looking for a man who can take care of her, right? I guess that, I guess that would be be true. Smart, so, fit, nurturing. There's only one person that just accurately describes all three of those, but we'll get to that. But um, they played this little cable <laughs> game where they had a little tug of war match, um, and they're trying to get a bouquet. And if you get a bouquet, you get to stand under an awning with her and get your photo taken, apparently. <laughs> um, but uh, you know. I don't know what to say about it. It was just kind of like semi-funny. It's really funny seeing these guys get super competitive because, you know, like I think that what some of these dumbass men think is that being super aggressive and physical is going to be something that's going to be super attractive. You know, like, yes. like it's not like, oh my gosh, he, he pulled that it's, person over. I'm it's, very, it's very countercultural to what's to right now. So I was actually kind of shocked. Max, toxic masculinity. Nailed it. 
Um, but it's like, you know, like she's not getting a lady boner because you pull over Ed, you know, but Jason's going to go all out and drag him. You know, like I know the spirit yeah. of the game, but like, I think Joe had the best attitude during all this. Like, well, and the second date when he was wrestling easy, you know, like, but I'll, we'll get to that. But um, <laughs> Joe Bennett, kind of a hometown favorite for me on that episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, Bennett does not participate in the physical because he has a bum knee, which mm-hmm. anyone that has a serious injury should completely understand that. Where chasing this little, he's like, hey, man, what are you doing? Not participating? Um, we'll get to that too. But um, <laughs> when I have no ligaments in my knee, I physically cannot push off of it. So, uh, yeah. You're going to have to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. And it's not worth it's not worth it, by the way. You know what, Jason? If you'd like to pay my medical bill, if I do something, then sure, let's go for it. <laughs> um, which someone was taking notes at that point in time. We'll get to that later. Yep. But um, part two is a smarts test, which actually was really comical um, <laughs> because you have uh, one person in that group that got went to Harvard. I'm not going to tell you who it was, but the Harvard guy got all the questions wrong. Um, <laughs> which is fantastic whether I thought about this so you know how like you know some people think like Donald Trump's a, a genius and some people think he's a buffoon mm-hmm. but he's calculated no matter which way you look at it what if Bennett is so smart he intentionally got questions wrong to get attention oh I, I definitely think in my opinion he knows it made for great TV and I know he it makes a story that they can he can laugh about with Tasha on their on their one on one, right? Like, correct. I, I I kind of agree with you there. I was like, he's way too smart to be like forgetting what time something is or what. Like, I think he was having fun with it. Yeah. So it, it was, I thought that was funny and interesting. Um, obviously, they brought back some Bachelor favorites. Well, not really. Bachelor hot messes who fell into a good relationship. Yeah. Um, Ashley I and Jer. What, what's his name? Kind of looks uh, like is it, is it Jared? Jared? Yeah, it's Jared. Jared. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so then the last one was like giving her breakfast in bed, which which told Ed he needs to do push-ups with her on her back. Um, <laughs> and then Chasen takes off his shirt and he's like, I'm the main course. And he like lays next to her. Where Bennett went, go ahead. I was like, because he can't cook anything. <laughs> like, how they have ingredients, they have things to cook for her, and he decides to do nothing. Like, well, I'm the main core. Like, you realize you could have cooked her something delicious, and then also taken your shirt off, and probably and increased your odds. Correct. And so, so which is what more was what Bennett did. I mean, Bennett made beignets, and he called them beignets, which I yeah. thought was really funny. He from got Chateau, in a robe from Chateau Beignet. <laughs> Chateau Beignet. And he got <laughs> then he got in bed with her with the robe, and then like was feeding her, and then. I mean, it was a solid move, and everyone seemed to be impressed by his commitment. And here's what I think is, is unique, is that she's from Orange County, California. He's living in Manhattan, and he just gives her, like, that luxury treatment, right? And she even says in, like, her, like, breakout session with the camera or with the producer, she goes, Ben, it's bougie. I like bougie. <laughs> I'm also, like, I am also bougie. Yeah, um, he just he played to his strength, and she's like, she's in that demographic deal. Like, what girl wouldn't want to be pampered? Like and that? you look at you, like if you think back to when Tasha first came on the scene, someone asked her what she did for a living. She's like, I travel and I tell people about it. It's like you're okay, an influencer. Yes. So, so you want bougie doesn't you don't think like she wants like a down to earth guy, but 
yeah, whatever. Bennett, <laughs> Bennett pours it on. He gets the he gets the man, the grown ass man award, and I was dying laughing because while he's there in a robe accepting the deal, they cut to Chase and she's like, he's in a robe. Are you serious? Are you serious? He's in a robe. And then they keep cutting back to him watching him and he's shirtless wearing an apron. And he's, <laughs> but he's sitting there saying like, he's in a robe, bro. He's oh. in a robe. Well, well yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to Chase and his double, his double entendre, or not double entendres, but his, uh, his uh, hypocr- hypocrisy. We'll, we'll get back to that. Yeah. But I was I, laughing because they were literally, they were literally juxtaposing him saying he was in a robe to him in a shirtless with an apron on just standing there as the loser. So that's, yeah. So that's, that's the irony. Number one, right. Or hypocrisy. Number one, hypocrisy. Number two is in that same breath, he talks about how he goes, how does the guy that doesn't do the physical competition win the, win the, the award says the guy who actually didn't cook her breakfast in bed. (laughs) So it's like, this guy has no leg to stand on. He just likes to call, he just likes to try and pick fights with people. And just gets shut down. <laughs> and, it, and it's so dang weird. So uh, he beat um, Ed in the physical challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> so then he... Well, then Ed has Ed, chicken Ed, legs. Ed, yeah, yeah, he has chicken <laughs> legs. But then Ed had like a... So uh, tell me if you agree with this, but I think Ed looks like Wreck-It Ralph before he hit puberty. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but um, or, anyway. it's, or, it's his, or it's Wreck-It Ralph's uncle. His Italian yeah. uncle. <laughs> Eduardo, uncle. Rick and Eduardo. Eduardo. Excavation, Eduardo. <laughs> um, so then, so Ed had a bone to pick because he got beaten this physical challenge by Chasen. So uh, he starts saying that Chasen has a limited vocabulary and he's using the same adjective to describe Claire and Tasha. He And then I love how, so Bennett tripled down that night because he wore a robe, the same robe with nothing underneath it as he did earlier. Um, and then he went to Chasen and said, Hey, Ed said this by the way, and then straight to Chasen's face. So he brought that beef to light. Um, and then, <laughs> and then I think he was done for the night because he wasn't even around when she handed out the rose. I don't yeah. know if you noticed that he yeah. was gone. So he must've been either left in a room again, like Claire did to him. Um, yeah, or or whatever it may be, but or he's closing a business deal. <laughs> he's closing yeah, a business. <laughs> Seriously, um, and so Ed tells Tasha that Chasen. What's that? Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I said Ed tells Tasha that Chasen is uh, here for the Instagram followers, which is like a no shit statement. So That's is Ta- so is Tasha. Um, yeah. But uh, then they start this fight, and then all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> Jason decides he's going to tell everyone his high school nickname of Wolverine, which probably means he didn't shave and, or, I mean, they're like, and he didn't clip his nails, <laughs> really long fingernails. Um, yeah. So I, one, then, one thing we kind of skipped over with Ed though, I do want to touch on this was his desire for affirmation when they're all first starting. And, and when he, won the, the man child award that when she handed over the baby to him she's like what are you gonna name him he goes i'm gonna name him carlos and he every guy knows he's referencing the hangover yeah and he looks towards all the guys with this shit eating grin on his face well Tasha has no idea what he's talking about yeah. and but just just that look that look that he gave the guys was like yeah yeah it's a good one right <laughs> I'm, I'm funny i'm funny right <laughs> and it, there was a couple like under their breath chuckles you know like you know those people like that's oh, that's it's pretty good but I just, he was so hungry for that affirmation. 
<laughs> he's hungry for something, man. But yeah. Um, anyway, I sorry, know. I digress. I just thought that was a moment that was kind of funny. We didn't touch on. <laughs> then Tasha called Chasen aside. Chasen's like, I don't know. He's like, no. And then he comes back and he stands over Ed, trying to intimidate him. Yes. And, and good for Ed for not backing down. He's like, you're just glamour muscles, bro. You and your chicken legs. I'm. Wolverine, I'm just crossing my hands in an X. It's like, uh, dude, like, well, I just love that chase, or I just love that Ed calls him out. And he goes like, "What do you? What is this that you're doing? You're like standing up, like, yeah. are you trying to intimidate me? Like, what's going on? Like, it's just kind of funny how like, Jason's like, Jason's that guy, right? He's that jock from high school that hasn't outlived his glory days in high school, right? like me, yeah. and like, yeah, <laughs> like you and me, yeah, and yeah, like I might get it, has, I get it. His his way of being a man to another person, to another guy who might be challenging his manhood is to puff up his feathers and beat his chest. And for a guy who's smart like Ed, he's just got, all you do is point that out and he, and immediately just put, take, like, it's an immediate power takeaway. Like, yeah. what, what are you, what is this? What are you doing here? Like, why yeah. are you standing over me? Like, is this supposed to be intimidating to me? Like, why? Like, I don't understand this. Do you want to fight? Like, and, then he, and, and then all he, of a sudden, he starts backing off. And all of a sudden, he goes back and just tells Tasha again. Like, Ed's a little snitch bitch. Um, but I, I'm calling it right now from this episode. Ed's going to be the guy that talks about everybody else in the house without actually focusing on Tasha's and his relationship. She's never going to fully get to know him. And she's like, for that reason, she's like, bye. Like, when has it ever worked? When is the, it never has. the snitch ever won anything? No, never. Especially this early in the because, game, it's like your Hail Mary. Yeah. Yeah. But um, our smoothest silk, Ivan, came in and uh, wowed her, you know, with his. Well, it's so funny because it's like, he like, he's like, what do you want to do while we're here? He's like, I'm going to blindfold you and feed you shit. Like, even like, well, wait, wait, wait. to be clear for our listeners, strawberries, strawberries, yeah. But I mean, like, <laughs> not shit, it's like, <laughs> but <laughs> I tell me what the next thing is. It's my ding a ling. It's like, excuse me, it's this chocolate bell. Um, so like, I, I thought that was odd, you know, it's like kind of like a, I personally, it's like, don't like bananas, so I don't really want to be blind fed, blindfolded, and fed stuff. So, I'm a weird dude. I like to keep my things separate on the plate. I don't like to mix stuff. So yeah. just the, just the idea. Now he didn't do this, but like if that was me, I'd be like, please don't dip chocolate on that strawberry. Just please don't, because really? I'm not gonna like that. Yeah, I'm just, interesting. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. Do you like tie dye shirts? I like making tie dye shirts, but uh-huh. I probably won't go outside wearing one. That's just me. Fair. But um, they're super fun to make. <laughs> yeah. So he. So. Um, and also, what's going on with these guys' shorts that, or these pants? I almost called them shorts, but these guys' dress pants this year. What's going on? It must be – I don't know who's selling it, but they're making a boatload. And, and the f- fabric companies have learned to charge the same price by manufacturing less fabric to guys, and they're buying it hook and sinker. Or do you think it's the uh, trade embargoes that we have, uh, you know, with certain countries? A sign like, of the times. Yeah, it's a sign of the times. Like they, they don't have enough <laughs> fabric being sent over from China or, no. or oh. Italy or whatever it may be. I, I saw this thing starting back in like 2013. And like every year it's gone up by, by like a half an inch, those hems of those pants. And to the point like they're basically capris now. Like it was driving me nuts in the very beginning. It was Montel. He was rocking these like basically capris. They're white. 
they were navy blue, I think, on white, and they were like checkered. And it was just, they were super loud, but they were overly tight. Like, they just, I, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have that trademarked, but. <laughs> no, you're, you're good. Well, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that, gosh. I, I, I'm just not a fan of that movement. I don't know why guys, I, I would like to actually ask them, really, like, is that look attractive to you? When, you? when you see a guy wearing a suit, and it looks like his pants are actually not tailored right, but yeah. you find that they're supposed to be tailored that way. It just, it looks like they don't fit. It's, it does look like they shop at Baby Gap. Yeah. Well, I used to, I used to laugh though. I always laughed to myself because I came up with this joke in high school, and I thought it was so dang funny. But you know how women wear ripped jeans, and they pay more for ripped jeans. Like I used to always like to joke, like, "Did you get that forty percent off?" Because forty percent's missing. Like a joke along those lines. So now every time I see a woman in ripped jeans, I, I think that joke to myself. I I crack myself up. Men's men's pants literally look like. They either have the worst wedgie yes. of their life or, or they, uh, their parents stopped buying them fo- suits when they were teenagers and they can't afford to buy new ones. Yeah. Yeah. The but, last 10% of the pant leg is missing. It's bizarre. Like, it's weird. I am um, not a fan of it. Anyways, we digress. Yeah. We digress. But girls tweet us at our stone guys. Yeah. Let us know if we're Instagram. right. Let, uh, tell us. You, you can tell us if you like the look. That's cool. Like, I'm... You know, whatever. But again, we digress. But let's let's talk about one of the things I wanted to talk about was we're getting into Ed and Chase and kind of going back and forth. Can we first just talk about Chase? He likes to pick fights with everybody, right? Yeah. And we forgot to mention the fact when he's again the hypocrisy train. He's he's writing. He uh, he tries to call out Bennett for com- not competing in the, the physical competition. Oh, this is the best part of the episode. Bennett's yeah, be- best line of so far of the entire series so far. Bennett goes. Well, look, if you want to go down that road, I'm the one that got the diploma and won, and I didn't have to compete for the physical competition. So, like, what does that say? And, like, <laughs> just... and Chasen, like, that, that's the one thing I do like about Chasen right now is he loves walking himself into his own traps. Like, yes. he thinks he's going to, like, pick a fight and win, and he gets smoked, and then he doesn't say – he just shuts up. And I'm like – like to the point, like then the guy's like, basically, like that's what I thought. <laughs> he recognized. He recognized he was defeated. and He laughed because, like, and everyone was like, oh, "That was." A, it was one of the better tactical put downs I've ever seen. I mean, it, it's also amazing too. Where like, I, there's got to be something happening behind the scenes with these guys that Chasen, who seems to be kind of a dullard, keeps picking fights with the smartest dudes in the house. <laughs> like. Like maybe this is like their their day finally, right? Yeah. Like these guys who are smarter finally, like they you know they've gotten some looks, they've gotten older, they can kind of you know they can pull pull girls now, and they're not like the nerdy kids in high school anymore, right? Yeah. And there's this guy, and they're like, oh, I can I can take out years of frustration from my high school and college on this poor Chasen fool, but at the same time, Chasen walks into it. It's like yeah. they just respond to his like what he thinks is like a good attack. <laughs> it gets smoked. And. and- to be fair to Chase and Wolverine's not the smartest mutant either. So, um, you know, his solution is destroy it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean like Chasen's like the guy that shows up in his letterman's jacket to a bar, like six years after they graduate talk like, what's up nerd? What you doing nerd? Well, I own a, I'm an entrepreneur now. What do you do? I work at steak and shake. Nothing wrong. If you work at steak and shake, by the way. Um, but, um, yeah. So, uh, excellent put down by Bennett and um, you know, 
some some front runners went not front runners but original folk went home uh jay went home montel went home the guy the other guy that showed up that we had no idea who he was that just had a big shit and green grin on his face and uh he got sent home um and yep. there was one other original that got sent home i can't remember who it was, it, was uh, more, it wasn't damar because damar's still around which i i'm still bummed like, i'm still waiting to see more of damar um yeah i haven't seen a lot of him i wonder if from a production standpoint he's kind of a dark horse wow. i get like wow i get some vibes well, I, I've instilled my Dark Horse, and I'm glad that, like, even Tasha calls him the Dark Horse, which I think is, like, fantastic. Yeah. And he gets the rose, right? He gets yeah. the rose okay, for right. that session. So I'm like, I, I was on cloud nine watching that. And then we get back into, you know, not long before Jason, once again, walks himself into his own self-ridicule, which is the guys start calling him out. When, again, Ed makes the point with the group to say, that, dude, like, you have the same adjectives that you describe Claire with. Like, you just, sounds like you have a talk track, and you stick to that talk track. Yes. Show. Yeah. And of course the of course the age old criticism, you're a different person when the cameras are on, right? Like as if that card hasn't been pulled before. But they say that and then Wolverine, our favorite, you know, um, he just says, Look, man, like fine, I've got a new adjective for her. You know, it's smoke show, because she's a smoke show. And I just love the laughs and the chuckles that just break out immediately. And he finds out once again that was the complete wrong thing to say. That he's yeah. an idiot. And like the guys literally look like if you've ever seen, if you ever want to know what it looks like when a guy realizes that he is the bud of the joke, it was watch that scene. And like he realizes immediately like F. Like everybody thinks everybody thinks he's a joke at this point. And and then they all start getting at like Walker wants to be called a smoke show. And then Bennett's like, give me Carlos. He doesn't need to hear this. <laughs> They're talking about the fake baby that Ed's carrying around. Bennett. But then and and actually right before that, he says what about about his statement about Jason's statement. Oh, he's like, you're, you're, he said, he's like, he's like, that's not even an adjective. That's a noun. They all start dying laughing. And then, I you know, like, and then, Bennett's my favorite. I, Bennett, I just like Dark Horse, but Bennett is like by far the most entertaining character we've seen in seasons, I I'm, tell you. I'm serious. And even when he gets eliminated, he needs to stay because I don't think he has legs to stay long. He doesn't have a knees for it. By I, will campaign, I will campaign for him to be Bachelor in a couple seasons, like hands down, he'd be the most entertaining bachelor of all. But when he's, when he's like, I mean, he's so, he's such a Harvard Ivy league guy where he's like, Ed got a perfect score on his SAT math portion. Therefore he can speak circles around chasing. You know, like, I, I know he's good people. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was funny, but, um, chasing gets defended to judge people on paper. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Chasen uh, then gets the last rose and then they hand out the date card and, um, you know, they said, you know, who will be my perfect match? And then um, easy, who, easy. Yeah. Easy. What did easy do? He comes in with a second best slide of the whole episode. And he's like, Oh, because get it. And Chasen, like they're definitely going to go at it. <laughs> but like, it he but cuts it, all the producers to the, to the punch. Right. He's like, Oh, they're, they're sure going to be together. Yeah, and then so, um, so uh, they go to the wrestling. So they they go to the same room that everything's been hosted in. They just kind of move the walls around and change it. Um, change the lighting. Just, yeah, change the yeah. lighting. And they had some an MMA fighter there, and they had a professional WWE WWE uh, wrestler, and they're going to have a wrestling match. Um, but it's not like uh, and the guys walk into Tasha like destroying both of them, which I'm like I didn't know Tasha was a world class 
fighting champion. It's amazing. Yeah, she did, I think she did like a stone cold stunner in there. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> um, but then the guys it like was entertaining. I'm like that's that's actually a fun way. Yeah, and everyone knew that it was. I, I didn't realize it was going to be a full on real wrestling match, like like an actual pinning shoulders grappling. Like yeah. Um, but uh, we all knew it was going to lead up to two people coming down and facing each other, Chasen versus Ed. Ed takes that off. That was his, the main event. That was the main event. Chasen got or Ed Ed got you know, into his speedo spandex, got oiled up, sat on the bench up until it was his turn. Well, they, they keep showing, they keep cutting back to his reactions when like these dudes are like legit throwing each other, like, like Greco Roman wrestling, like vaulting each other onto these, the platform. And like, you can tell he's sweating and sweating and sweating. And you know, like you can just see like, like Chasen's color in his face has turned red. Like he's fucking steaming. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's, he is like frothing at the mouth to get in that cage with Ed and Ed's freaking out. <laughs> so, so um, it's their turn to fight and he goes up to Chris Harris. And he's like, I have chronically dislocated shoulders. Which one? Both of them. Um, so I can't fight. And so they, I love how, I, love how he, I, I do love how Chris tried to like not let him out of it. He yeah. Which like, one? Which one? <laughs> both of them. Which goes back to him doing push-ups with her on her back. If you have chronically dislocated shoulders, not the best. And also, Chasen calling him out for glamour muscles. Yeah, not bad. Maybe he's not a bad judge of character um, for men. I think, I think you see what you want to see. And I think with a guy like Ed, he most likely is probably pretty right. He just, you know, lightning can't strike twice every once in a while, you know? <laughs> So, so then there's like, a, then there's like a gladiator. Well, uh, are you not to entertain moment where Chasen's in the ring, putting his hands out saying, who's going to fight me. So then Noah jumps over and gets lubed up. And well, Chris, well, Chris says like, does anybody want to fight for, for Tayshia or whatever, which yeah. I'm also confused. Cause like they had three other fights before that. And I thought it was going to be like, you know, like, like a regular tournament where two people face, then there's one left. They face each other. Like, it just looked like it just came down to Chasen, who didn't have an opponent, and then. Well, they had to make sure that Ed and Chasen got in the ring at the same time together. That was the whole plan. For sure. Um, so Noah jumps over, actually holds his own for not planning on doing anything at that point in time. Yeah, it's actually pretty impressive. But um, so then they give the in the decision to Chasen, and then she invites Noah on the date, and all of a sudden everyone's everyone's pissed, and it's like, who cares? Like. He earned it. It's not like he didn't. It's not like he just showed up like Blake Boynas did. Yeah, yeah. Like he he did just compete. Sorry, he yes. he actually jumped in. Feet. Like the only re, the only way in which I would be mad is I would be mad at Ed. Like, why the hell did you have to puss out on that competition? Because yeah, now this, he's in it. Now there's nine of us here for the group date at night instead of eight of us. Like, it's not it's not his fault for stepping up. Yeah, yeah that's a yeah. good point. I'd be um, mad at Ed. As the one who started all that. So then they go to this. If anything, I'd be like, cool, Noah can come, but Ed needs to go. That's all I said. I'm down with that. So then they go to the cocktail party, which Noah comes to as well. Apparently Noah only packed his casual clothes because he was wearing super casual clothes. She tells him to shave his mustache. And then you have Ben sitting back like, she's going to come to me, bro. Like, it's going to be good. I'm going to bring her a nightcap. We're going to talk about it. We're going to tongue kiss a little bit. And then I'm probably going to grab a nipple. I mean, we like, haven't talked about Ben too much, but 
we should we should address him a little bit because he does seem like he was very confident that night because he does seem to be hitting it off there. She even says she's like, "There's something about you." Yeah, I can't I can't get over. So she's she's got that initial kind of like, oh, she's vibing on him. And I get his plan, and it was sound plan, but you know, like it sounds like he waited a couple hours before. He could have gone to her and said, "Hey, like I want to be your last person you talk with." Because I wanted to, I want to, be, I want you to be the last thing I see by the end of the night. Something, you know, like give her something like that in the beginning of the night, so she's not sitting there be like, "Where, where's Ben?" And she even told him like when he's like, so at the end, Noah took her a second time to show her, her his clean shaven face. Yeah. Um, Thus pissing off everybody in the process. Yeah, and then Ben's like, "Hey, Tasha," as she sits down to like give her rose, like, "Hey, can I steal you?" She's like, "No," and then actually, I'm very disappointed you didn't come and find me. And, and yep. he's like, he's like, oh shoot! And then he gives the group date nose rose to the guy with no hair under his nose, uh, Noah. Uh, and everyone's and I will say this, like, I, yes. And I will say this, like, Ben, this is the Bachelorette, not the Bachelor. You're not the Bachelor. Like, I don't know how long you've probably been watching these series, even if not very much. You know how this game is played, bro. Like, what makes you think she's gonna? like come back to the group and be like you ben let's go hang out no like this guy's literally like no it's a perfect example he got two experiences with her because he went out and got it like you didn't i don't know what i this is the stuff where i'm like i I get frustrated like this far along in this series i mean what what iteration of the bachelorette is this like the 14th the 15th the 16th like i don't know maybe more maybe 20 probably more than that i don't know like Come on, dude. Like you know how you know how this works. She has no obligation. If you don't want it, you don't get it. <laughs> like, like she will go on and move on with the other guys who are investing in her. If you're not doing that, come on, bro. Like, come for on. sure. You're not born yesterday. Act <laughs> like it. You know, like so. A little disappointing. He was a front runner, and then all of a sudden, it's like, well, you know, I, I think he's going to redeem himself he's, next. He'll episode. be fine. He'll be yeah. fine. Um. And then lastly, so she gives Noah the rose and everyone's like, he better not get another chance, another date. But literally like, like another group date or a single rose, single person date, whatever it may be. But literally it was like, hey, we can't eat this last slice of pizza. Who wants it? And Noah's like, I'll do it. And then he eats the pizza and the lunch lady pats him on the back because they need to get rid of that pizza. And then they're like, then the other guys are like, I hope he doesn't get more pizza. It's like, he's actually entitled to, what he originally was slated, he just jumped up and took with what Ed wasn't willing to do. Yes. I, I think they're trying to create the way the editing is being done right now. I'm trying to create an enemy out of Noah or bad, bad guy out of Noah, a villain. Yeah. He is within his grounds to do everything he's been doing so far. Yeah. He's the one who had the guts to jump in the ring. He earned that spot to be on that dude day. Again, Ed should have been kicked out. So it should have just been the eight. Like he didn't participate in anything. So why does he get to go to the, the night? Like, and, and, because nobody else wanted to, he and he had a little gimmick. He shaved and he went back to her. Like he's earning every second he gets with her. Correct, and he's not—he's not a villain. He's just a big dork. So yeah, I haven't seen any reason for him. Like he's—I haven't seen him necessarily be a dick to anybody yet either. So I, I, yeah, I don't think he's a villain. Not quite yet. Maybe we'll find that out later. Maybe, maybe. Well, that's it, and then more drama to ensue next week. But at the end of every episode, we give a rating. Um, we each have two stones to give naturally 
because this is romancing our stones. Uh, two stones means you enjoyed the episode. One stones means it's okay. Zero stones means an act of castration is preferable to watching something with this with your go or by yourself if you're me. Um, actually, I was watching with my girl, Joe, whatever. Um, so, Alex, what do you give it? You know, this is a breath of fresh air. I was very entertained this episode. There's some great one-liners. There's some great, just like, it made for great television if you're, if you watch reality TV at all. I, I'm going to give it two stones. It was fun. This uh, Let me just say, I'm giving it two stones as well, and I want a beignet from Casa de, or Chateau de Benoit, or Benyet, yes. Benyet. Benyet or whatever it may be from chateau benet as well yeah yeah i thought i he's he's the saving grace of the show he's super fun i like how there's like petty drama now and i like how guys are acting like little bitches like much better show now that uh intasia's engaging enticing all that different stuff so, it's gotten back to like it's fun stage yeah right it's like at first it was like you know she's you know claire's all in the day and all these guys are just sitting around wondering what the like what the heck's going on I expected more from the oldest bachelorette. I think we all did. I Joseph, never did. I never Joseph, did, but. Joseph especially. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, Thank God he didn't come back, by the way. But <laughs> Yeah, seriously. So four stones for this episode. Where does it come down on your meaty scale? Um, yeah, you know, I'll give it, I'll give it a, a, a roasted chicken breast. So worse than the pork chop? No. I, I, it, you gave the pork chop one stone. But, I mean, if you go to Costco and get those chicken breasts, they're, they're thicker than those pork chops these days. So, you know, pretty decent. decent meat. It's, it's, you know, you can, it can go with a lot of things. It's easy to cook. I, I'm, the reason I say that is because it was, it was pretty meaty, but it wasn't anything super exciting from like a story development line perspective. But the, the, the scripting was fantastic. <laughs> The scripting was fantastic. It was so right. it was a, it was a fun it was a fun lighthearted episode to watch. Speaking about cooking, I think you need to prep your media scale a little bit more because I think you're just doing it live. You put me on the spot. <laughs> you do this every show. I know, but I forget that I need a media scale every time we start. <laughs> I'm along for the ride. I'm waiting it, and then be asking like, "Crap, what piece of meat am I going to do?" Oh, okay. All right. So you heard it here first. A roasted. I will. I will... Sh- a roasted chicken breast is what this yes, episode yes. is on the media scale. I had higher hopes for this media scale, but it's been <laughs> deli meat, deli meat, deli meat, pork chop, chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> My palate isn't very developed. Okay, Matt. <laughs> this is a hamburger. Mm, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, four stones. Four stones, roasted chicken breast on the meaty scale. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at RO Stones Guys, on Instagram at RO Stones Guys, on YouTube at RO Stones Guys. Uh, don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, follow, recommend, uh, send a smoke signal out, whatever you need to do. Um, we appreciate you spreading the love. Uh, let us know if you want to guest host on this show or if you want to be a part of this. We're here for you at RO Stones Guys on Twitter. And I think that's our show. Anything else you want to say? Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, maybe maybe we can squeeze an episode in. I don't know. We'll find it out. But I don't know. Where's the turkey come down on your meaty scale? Oh, that's like if like like. Oh, I mean, I feel like like we got to be down to the point where like the, the like the night stayovers, you know, the the you know the sleepovers or whatever. And one guy comes to talk to to Tasha, and she's got another guy, and like that's turkey. That's like Thanksgiving dinner. That's turkey. turkey right there. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay mashed potatoes the stuffing like oh yeah it's gonna be 
I mean, he's done some big stuff, major stuff for me to say. It's Thanksgiving. We, we, okay, well, we can aspire to uh, <laughs> increase his media scale. All right, Alex, you have a good one, bud. Take care, y'all.